let's just have some fun. Am I right? Hey, Elise. Okay. So who is here with me? Comment below, say hello. And if you're watching the replay, I want you to just hashtag replay and pretend you're live because that is way more fun than watching a replay. Am I right? Okay. So what are we going to talk about today? Here are some of the questions we're going to go over so that you know that this is worth watching. I promise you it is because y'all brought the fire with your questions. We are going to be talking about coming up with a title and tagline. We're going to be talking about um, launching a website, specifically what you can do to generate more leads into your podcast and business. We are then going to be going into SEO and discussing that a little bit. We're then going to talk about website names versus business names versus podcasting names. We're then talking about three action steps for someone to see immediate growth in their podcast engagement. Super good question. Then we are discussing so many more things. Uh, Software that you can use to manage a membership, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there are so many really great questions that I'm going to be answering in the next, hopefully, 20 minutes. All right. So y'all ready? So who's on here with me? Say hello so that I can make sure this is working. I see Elise. I see Chelsea Joe. Who else is here? Comment below. Let me see that these comments are working because I don't see any comments yet. I see Elise commenting on my computer, but not my phone. Wah, wah. And if you guys are watching, oh, Carly. Yay. Hi, Carly. Okay. Yours worked. Perfect. Okay. So let's get to these questions, guys, because we have a lot to cover. So Michelle Ware, this is a big one. So let's see if I can do it. Michelle asked, I'm having a hard time coming up with the title and tagline. I would love your help. So let's see if I can do this. Okay. Hi, Mari. How are you? Michelle, her mission is to empower stay-at-home mamas to dream bigger, knowing they were made for more, leaving behind the restlessness restlessness and self-doubt. The topics for her Facebook group are gratitude, self-love, owning your story, play and adventure, values and mission statements, giving back, strengths, moving in fear, imperfect action, your tribe, dreaming bigger, living out your purpose. And she creates products crafted to help you implement different aspects of your journey, like a gratitude journal and other things. Her business name is Print and Bloom. Super cute. So I definitely like this concept of blooming, Michelle, because I think what you're really doing is empowering these stay-at-home moms to dream bigger. And since you already have a journal, I love this concept of um, helping her bloom into something. So when I look at your the things that you're thinking as far as topics, you're helping her bloom into what? To dream bigger is what you said. So when we help a stay-at-home mom dream bigger, you have to help her with loving where she's at, loving the journey, gratitude, taking action when it doesn't make sense. And then you say, owning your story, play and adventure, values, mission statements, et cetera. So maybe something like... I love alliteration, so I'm constantly trying to think about if we go with bloom, what are the other B's that we can say, like bloom and blossom, the bloom and blossom podcast, empowering stay-at-home moms to 
find joy in the journey and tap into her purpose. Something like that. Um, let's see what else. I really, really love your bloom because it's part of your brand name. So you could also do like bloom, blooming into purpose, bloom, blooming purpose podcast. That sounds good. The blooming purpose podcast, empowering stay at home moms to find joy in the journey and tap into and tap into gratitude in your everyday and uncover the purpose in your potential, something, something, play with that. I hope that helps you play with that. And then you need to come up with the pillars, these four pillars of what this brand will stand on, what you'll teach the stay at home mom. And then because you already have the gratitude journal, that would be what you're going to monetize every episode with, right? Like, Hey mama, if you love today's episode on owning your story, I want to remind you that I have a gratitude journal that will help you walk with more gratitude and more thanks and more mindfulness for what God has already crafted in your life. I want you to head to blah, blah, blah.com printandbloom.com and get your journal because living in your gratitude doesn't have to be hard. It can help empower you every single day. Hopefully that helps. There you go. Three minute coaching. Let's keep digging in. And if you guys had any feedback on that, comment. Those of you that are watching live, what did you think about that? Did something come through for you for Michelle? Go ahead and comment below. Okay, let's go to Evelyn. Her uh, question is, I'm so excited for my chat tomorrow. Yes, we have a coaching call tomorrow. How do we go from Anchor to Podbean? You're going to have to email Anchor, sister friend. I do not know. Next question, Francine Rivera. I just launched last week. Besides posting to Pinterest, my website, etc., what else can I do to generate leads faster? I can't wait to serve others with my coaching and course. And Nana needs an income. <laughs> nice. Okay, Francine. So uh, I love to tell you guys that there is a overnight strategy and a really fast way to scale your podcast exponentially fast. But the secret is that if you want to have the breakthrough, you want to have the uptick, you want to have the evergreen leads start to flow in really effortlessly, the secret is massive, audacious consistency. That's right. It is staying super purposeful on your one thing, your one outlet, which is the podcast. I promise you. Every roughly six months, what I'm seeing with my podcast to profit students as we dig really deep into their podcast and I'm working alongside them in making sure that their podcasts grow and scale and we're hitting those top 100 spots, what we're noticing is when you stay really hyper-focused into your show, you have amazing SEO, you have incredible titles that speak directly to your avatar and their pain points that's when you see breakthrough. And it's roughly every six months that you'll see boom. And then you'll ride that six month wave and then you'll see boom. And then you'll ride a three month wave and you'll go boom. And then you'll ride a three. Like, so you're going to see those really big upticks in your show. If you, if you don't look away, don't look away. And one thing you said to me, Elise, I just launched last week. So girlfriend, dig in. The ride has just getting started, okay? 
Now, for those of you that are like, I really want to take my podcast next level, Podcast to Profit is what we do in there. And I just now opened up the um, application, the early bird applications, and there are only 20 spots in my 90-day complete immersion mastermind. This is specific to what Francine wants. So I'm going to tell you about it here. Um, we go through your podcast, SEO, titling. I do an audit of your podcast keywords so that every single thing in your show is set for the explosion, okay? We do organic marketing like Pinterest. We talk about podcast pitching and visibility. That's a really great strategy for those of you that want to grow as fast as humanly possible, okay? We then go into... And some of the girls, uh, Elise is in Podcast to Profit. She can tell you about it. We then go into um, how to create passive revenue in your show from day one using either coaching or a course. You walk away from this Podcast to Profit program with a full course, okay, or at least an outline for your course and soft launch strategy of bringing your course to life right inside your podcast, What's insane about that, you guys, I have had people have a $33,000 launch using my podcast to profit launch strategy. I have had multiple people have 10 and $11,000 launches. I've had people with $2,000 launches. And the whole purpose of me sharing this with you guys is that we're not starting our podcast to mess around. I mean, maybe some of you are, but if you're starting, if you started your podcast with the intention of it being the thing like Francine is saying right now, like she wants it to be the revenue driver, how to bring leads in to sell the courses and the coaching. And then what is that monetization play? This is the program. This is it. 20 women, just like you, full immersion, training, breakout groups, office hours. You're with a pod who's helping you with accountability. My eyeballs all over your life, your podcast, your coming up with your course with you, coming up with your launch strategy, all of it, this is for you. Podcasttoprofit.gr8.com, okay? So if you're like Francine, you're like, I just want my podcast to be my thing, my big audacious thing that is how I grow and scale a business in 2021, this is the mastermind for you. And P.S., seven people have already applied and I just opened it like five minutes ago. So hurry up, Podcasttoprofit gr8.com and Francine that would be the perfect solution for you as well okay so let's keep going next question dun, 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 dun. and if you guys are watching the replay hashtag replay say what's up Shannon asks Shannon Wazik I always say your name wrong Shannon love me anyway in episode 227 you mentioned that you recently added SEO friendly keywords to the author slot can you explain more okay so in your podcast, you guys, over on Apple Podcasts, you have a lot of room in the title. So if you put in your title, like the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, don't just leave it there. Put in your SEO right next to the title, right? You can pop into the title like your keywords, clarity coaching, start a podcast, and passive income for Christian mompreneurs. So you can put in a tagline or keywords right at the top to help drive searchability and SEO. Also next to my name, now this could be kind of iffy because if Apple, Apple Podcast doesn't like us to put in a bunch of keywords, okay? They're like, we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing, Lola. 
However, if you use like a title next to your name, for example, Stephanie Gass, Clarity Coach. Well, I've just said what I am, but it is also a search term. Okay. So that could be a strategy for you guys who are looking for a way to add more searchability right inside of your show. Next question. Michelle McCoy, I am conflicted on changing my website. I have had a website for six years under my business name, but it is not my name. Business-wise, using your name is important, but my name is taken. I'm not loving other options. Also, I have a small following on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is business name. Instagram is my name. No one goes to the site. So my question is, is it vital for my growth to use my name or could I continue as treasured wellness? Or do I buy both and merge them? Okay, here's the situation, guys. Our names are great, right? Our names are fine. Our names are who we are. But nobody knows who we are. Like, nobody knows who Steph Gass is unless you already know who I am, right? So I don't think it's imperative that you have your name as the brand, okay? Unless you have a bunch of different titles and income streams under the name, right? Like, so I've got a journal called something. I've got courses called different things. I have a podcast called something different. I don't have one cohesive brand name. So my brand is Stephanie Gass. I spell my name super weird. So my domain is available. Great. Problem solved. Now for you, Michelle McCoy, your name is taken. So you already can't get the domain, And you already have treasured wellness. So I think if your brand is treasured wellness and treasured wellness covers all of your products, you can have the treasured wellness, um, treasured wellness workshop. You can have the treasured wellness book. You can have treasured wellness coaching. You can have treasured wellness podcast. Then just stick with treasuredwellness.com. And since you can't get your name, I think that's the easy answer. Cool. Okay, Jennifer Zumbiel, I launched my podcast in June. I'm very consistent in posting episodes, but juggling all of it. Business, podcast, for kids has made me do the bare minimum to grow my podcast following. What are your top three action steps to take in the new year for someone to see immediate growth in podcast engagement on an existing podcast? Okay, top three action steps for you to get podcast engagement on an existing podcast. Okay. I think for me, if I was to think about, I really want to get massive engagement in my podcast community. The very first thing I would do is a giveaway or a challenge of some kind, driving people to do something with the information from the show. So that would really drive engagement, right? Having them listen to an episode, share an episode and leave a review that would probably really drive that engagement. The other thing that can help you drive growth is visibility. And we learn all about visibility and podcast to profit. I go through specifically and show you how I've been able to get on podcasts with 40 million downloads, 15 million downloads, how I've been able to partner with people who are now affiliates for my courses who are in these high, um, really high ranking shows. So we go through all of that in podcast to profit. But if you're not doing podcast to profit with us, I would just start with podcast swaps, get on other people's shows and start to get super visible. The third action step I would take is do more podcasting. I'd go from one episode to two. 
If you're already at two, can you do a bonus episode here and there? The more episodes that you have, the more SEO you have in the world, the more consistency your avatar sees and the more transformation that she gets. Now, don't forget to sell something whenever you're talking on your show because you're not just doing this for free, but it's important for you to show up in a big way and be front of mind. So those are the three things that I would recommend. And if you really want to double down, invest in this growth and do podcast to profit, And I can guarantee you will see that money come back full circle. Like it is insanity what happens with my P2P students. Uh, It's crazy. It's crazy. Like top 100 in their podcast. I had Jennifer Lee go number one, number one in her podcast category. Launches that are insane. All of it. And it's just because you have accountability. You have consistency. You have a group of people doing it with you. And you have the training that I'm giving you guys every single week to help you blow up your show because I've already, I've already spun my wheels. I've already failed my way forward. Let me hand you the answers. Know what I'm saying? Like, let's make this easy. Okay. A couple more questions. Susie Aguilar. I notice when I write what I want to say, I end up sticking to a tighter timeline and I sprinkle in random things. If I bullet list, I ramble. Which makes most sense? Take the longer time to write it out, which means I don't need to transcribe it or bullet. Let it be longer and pay for transcribing. You know what, Susie? I think you have to do what works for you. Like what works for me may not always work for you guys. Like I cannot write my stuff out because I need free, I need free reign and I want Holy Spirit to come into my episodes and like take over. Okay. But some of you are like, I have to script the whole episode stuff or I'm all over the place. Great. There is no right or wrong way to podcast. There is no right or wrong way to podcast. Okay. This is really all about finding your flow as effectively, efficiently, quickly, and in the most amount, uh, quickest amount of time that is humanly possible for you. So for Susie, Go ahead and write your things out if it helps you stick to the plan and practice cutting back your script every week to try to get more comfortable sticking to a plan without having to write every single word down. That would be my goal for you. Okay, Kristen. Kristen Kotzebue says, what software would you use to collect payments for a continuing $17 a month membership? For a course, I would use Teachable, but if you're doing a one-time payment to a Mastermind or membership, what would you recommend? Thrivecart, 100%. Um, it's amazing. You guys can go to stephaniegass.com slash resources, and all of my programs I use are there. Every single one, okay? And Thrivecart is what I use for monthly recurring memberships. It's my checkout system for every single thing that I offer. Love it. Okay, last two questions. Elise Rooney, when going from one to two episodes a week, is it beneficial to call the second one a bonus for the first few weeks? Does doing a bonus increase downloads? Um, Elise, I no, it doesn't increase downloads. What increases downloads is you doing that second episode. So y'all just go ham and do your episodes. You don't have to call them bonuses. If you're going to go from one to two, just go from one to two. 
just do it. The only reason I put bonus in my title sometimes is because I've already pre-recorded and said the number of the next one coming up. I get inspired. I want to do an episode and it's got to be a bonus because I didn't number it. Lesson learned a couple of weeks ago, I just stopped saying episode numbers completely so that I don't have to tag things as bonuses. And if I want three episodes a week, I'll do it. Episode 240, 241, 242. So no rhyme or reason to using bonus in your title other than, I don't know, the psychology of it. But yeah, no reason to really do that other than you just want to. Hey, what's up, everybody? Say hi if you just joined us. We are going through some Q&A. You're going to have to listen to the replay because we've gone through so many juicy, juicy, juicy questions on podcasting. Last question, Robin Lorraine. How do you sound confident when recording without saying um a million times or sounding totally flustered? (laughs) Do you practice what you're going to say first? I feel like sounding like your real self is important and we shouldn't strive for perfection. Um, Ooh, Michelle, I did your question earlier. You're going to have to listen to the replay. Hey, Steph. Okay. Do you practice what you're saying? I feel like sounding like yourself is important and we shouldn't strive for for perfection, but how do you find a voice that sounds like you, but also comes across as someone who isn't super nervous? Okay. A couple of tips on this one. A, practice, practice, and you're going to get better with time. It's going to be messy when you guys first start podcasting. Just part of part of this. Okay. Now, number two, if you can stop visualizing this as something that has to be a lot of pressure, hey, Trisha, and you start visualizing that you're talking to one person, I'm talking to one friend. She's my sister. How would I talk to her? And visualizing one person instead of the potential hundred that could listen, right? Um, I don't talk to thousands of people when I show up for you guys on my podcast. I talk to one, one Lola. I know where she's at. She's my friend. I get her and I'm talking to her in all my messy weirdness. That's why I show up as I do. That's why I say the things that I do on my show because I'm only talking to one person. And I visualize that we're just hanging out. There's no pressure. It's super casual. And that really helps me get in the mindset of not being nervous, of not having to be businessy and present, but like, I'm just here talking to my girlfriend. It brings it to like a really casual, fun level. And anytime you're willing to be vulnerable as well, that's really going to help your audience resonate with you. And then the final tip is that if you tend to get nervous when you sit down to record, try recording from your cell phone outside of your element. Nobody cares when I have an episode from my cell phone, y'all. It's totally fine. Um, Go outside, take your phone with you, use voice note or voice memo and record an episode, walk, move. You don't have to sit in a closet with foam on the walls with a microphone and a huge headset every single time. Sometimes you just need to break that um, fear of just podcasting as who you really truly are to let it naturally start to flow. And then from there, you'll be able to step up into the podcaster that you know you could be. And if y'all know me, yeah, Jennifer just said, she remembers a helicopter flying over my head. Exactly. Chelsea Joe this weekend, she's like, 
I can hear your kids in the background all the time. I'm like, exactly. Like it's more important to me to be in my element, having fun with you guys, however that looks and enjoying my life than having perfect audio with no ums in a little box, in a closet somewhere in the dark recording an episode. Like, how do I sound like this if I'm all alone in a little box? Okay. Like I'm not here for it. So maybe play with that. How can you make recording more fun, more freeing? I've recorded episodes in the car driving. Talk about awful audio. And I have to tell you guys, those are some of my number one downloaded episodes. And it helped me get out of my head. It helped me go from my head to my heart as a podcaster by removing the constraints of what podcasting should be, look, and feel like, and letting me have free reign over showing up for you guys as my friends. And I knew that you would accept me for that, and you did. And so now what I'm noticing, ladies, here's your last tip for this live right now. What I'm noticing is that the more authentic and messy, the more you show up, even in your awkwardness, even with the kids in the background, even if you're outside and they can hear the leaves blowing, even if you forget to put the intro in, even if you say, um, it doesn't matter because all the people want is authenticity, rawness, vulnerability, and results. That's it. They don't care what your intro sounds like. Sorry to bust your bubble unless it's rap, right? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, But they really just want the breakthrough. So don't overanalyze the perfectionism of what it's got to sound like, be like, feel like, and just show up. And don't worry if you say, um, get out of your head, right? I always pray too before I record. I'm like, God, like do this for me, you know, like use my voice, Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, head to toe overflow. Let's do this. Like I can't control how perfect an episode is, but God can control the content that comes out of it, which is another reason back to Susie's question earlier, why I just highlight and have bullet points versus having big scripted episodes, because I need to have that creative flexibility to let God work through me when I'm speaking to you guys. And I would recommend trying that and um, praying over it before you start speaking, get out of your way, get out of your element, go outside, record from your phone, whatever you need to do to just show up and let it be messy. Okay. Let it be messy. I've considered hiding. Hey, Alexia, I've considered hiding. Hi, Angel. The first 50 episodes of my podcast. Literally, I'm like, I should go put them away. (laughs) I should like, because they're messy. They're awkward. My message has changed. I'm I'm much more spiritual in my show now than I was. Like, so much has changed. But if I delete them, if I hide them, you guys don't get to see the messy transformation that that has happened. You don't get to see God's favor and provision and the way that he's worked through this podcast by me getting out of his way. This is not mine. This is not my podcast. This is not my business. This is not my platform. I didn't do this, but God. So let go and let God. I think that's really what I'm telling you right now when it comes to letting him take over when you're recording and getting out of the way and watch the magic. 
literally (laughs) the miracles that come through. All right. I hope that this helped you guys. If you just hopped on late, go watch the beginning because we covered like 15 questions in here, 10 to 15 questions, really great questions. Also, I wanted to let you guys know, Podcast to Profit is open. My 90-day immersion group coaching program for podcasters that want to go next level. You want to take your show from it's doing okay to explosion, to exploding, to top 100 on the charts, like you're doing it, like you're not playing around anymore. This is the mastermind for you. I train every Friday, every other Friday. And in between, we do breakout groups with coaching. So my eyes are on your business. You have um, office hours with my team. You do, we do titles, SEO, audits of your show. Okay, I'm helping you create the success and the traction in your podcast so that we can then in the second half of Podcast to Profit, create your course. We create your course together or fine tune it and begin a coaching business. If that's what you want to do, we figure out how you're going to monetize and you do the work. Why? You're accountable. So if you've been like, I should, maybe when, I could, and you really are super tired of saying all those things and you're ready to actually do the work, this is it. This is it. And there are only 20 spots. And actually, I opened it like five minutes ago and I already have seven applications. So if you want in on the very first 2021 class, graduating class of Podcast to Profit, go to podcasttoprofit.gr8.com and register ASAP. It always sells out. I haven't even launched it, y'all. So you better like go. I may sell out before we launch. That'd be awesome. And then finally, the last thing we do in Podcast to Profit is I teach you soft launch strategy. My students, my actual Podcast to Profit students have had $33,000 launches. I've had a $10,000 launch, an $11,000 launch. I've had $2,000 launches. So the point of that is like, yes, this is an investment to join me in Podcast to Profit, but it's an investment that comes full circle. A podcast that's ranking, okay? Visibility. How do I get on podcasts with millions and millions of downloads? I share that with you. How do I have 17 to 20,000 people coming from Pinterest every single month? I share that with you. How do I get um, courses to sell once a day right here on the podcast? I tell you that in Podcast to Profit. How do I launch by showing up once or twice in Facebook groups and selling out programs and selling out courses by partnering with God? And we're, we talk about that as well. There's lots of God inside of Podcast to Profit, but it's also taking action and having strategy about what we do with the gifts that God gives us. So all of that is inside of this program. It is kicking off January 15th. There are, as of right now, already seven people who have applied. So three, two, one, go, podcasttoprofit.gr8.com. I hope that you join us in this next round. And I hope that these questions were super helpful for you guys. I'm excited for you. I'm always cheering and praying over you guys. Keep going, keep growing keep messing up, keep just showing up and letting God work through you. I believe that he has a big plan in store for you. I believe that you are here on purpose with a purpose. So keep pursuing your dream. Love you guys. I'll see you back real soon.